0: Pleasure Maneuvers now commence with Cigar Dave's International Lightation Ceremony. Presented by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Corojo. Built with authentic Honduran Corojo to deliver a bold experience for those who defy the status quo. Prepare for the intensity with Camacho Corojo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Here's the General with today's cigar selection.
1: Well, it's a very special cigar. It is a celebratory cigar to commemorate the Tampa Bay Lightning. Whacking the Frenchies, the Montreal Canadiens, four games to one to win back-to-back Stanley Cup championships in the National Hockey League, and they did it on home ice last night. Quite the party, quite the celebration. And it is only appropriate that we commemorate such a huge moment winning back to back championships with a special cigar that is indicative of Tampa and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I have selected the Davidoff exclusive Tampa edition. This is only available at the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa and their sister store and lounges, Corona Cigar Store and Lounges in Orlando. A very special cigar comes in one size only, a Bellicoso, which looks like a pyramid, six inches in length, 52 ring gauge. It is a mild, creamy cigar, begins with an Ecuadorian Connecticut Rojiza wrapper. Dominican binder, Dominican fillers made down at Tabacos Dominicanos under the watchful eye of Hanky Kellner in the Dominican Republic. Beautiful cigar, limited quantities, one size, mild to medium bodied, 20 bucks. So it is a super premium cigar. They cannot keep enough of these in stock at the Davidoff Store Lounge. In Tampa, as well as the three Corona Cigar Stores and Lounges in Orlando. And it is only appropriate again. Tampa Bay Lightning win. Enjoy a cigar with Tampa Roots. The Davidoff exclusive Tampa Edition is what I will enjoy today. And during this special lightation ceremony, after I finished am finished lighting my cigar and taking the first few puffs, I will play a very entertaining, unique interview with Nikita Kucherov, Kucherov, one of the Tampa Bay Lightning stars who was, let's just say, quite animated, quite entertaining amongst the greatest post-game interviews in the history of sports. And we will do that after I get puffing on this Davidoff exclusive Tampa Beauty. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Oh, yeah. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine. And the blades on this are as sharp as the skate blades of the Tampa Bay Lightning once again during the entire postseason run.
0: Maximum BTU flame throwing and heat producing apparatus.
1: From the Cigar Dave RD Laboratories, I am breaking out the CCK. This is the Chinese communist killer. Just humongous flame. It is a blowtorch. If you were to line up President Xi Jinping and pick the top 10 worst bastard CCP members, you line them all up, you release the gas, hit the trigger, boom, they would all be vaporized in a millisecond. And that would not be a bad thing because I am fed up with the Chinese communists. I'm fed up with the CCP. I'm fed up with Xi Jinping, and I'm sure all those residents in Hong Kong. And the 1.2 billion people that live in China that are not members of the Chinese Communist Party, there are about a million members in a country of what, 1.2, 1.3 billion people, they don't want to live under communist rule. Hong Kongians don't want, or Hong Kongers, whatever you—the correct uh, the correct term is, they don't want to live under Chinese Communist Party rule. And I'm getting a little fed up with them. No, a lot fed up with them. Their Belt and Road Initiative trying to spread their tentacles around the world. They are not our competitor. They are our absolute enemy. And they must be destroyed. End of discussion. Whack all the CCP members, and we'll start using the CCK, the Chinese Communist Killer. Cigar Cigar pre-litation checklist complete.
0: No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one.
1: As I cut the end of this Davidoff exclusive Tampa, I cut it just. Boy, my my printer back there is squee Sergeant Steve, can you hear my printer squealing back there? I can. I don't know what is going on with my laser, my HP laser printer, but the damn thing is squeal- You know what? I think my printer is jealous that it's not smoking a cigar right now. It might but be this, the
2: Montreal fans complaining about Kucherov's comments.
1: Uh, oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, number one bullshit. Number one bullshit. Can't wait to get to that. Yeah, the, the Montreal Canadian fans, the Frenchies, yes, they have retreated back to Quebec, eh? All right, so I'm going to fire up my CCK from the Cigar Dave r Laboratories. And as I was mentioning, I cut the... The head of the cigar just above the shoulder comes to a pointed end. Don't want to take too much. That's the nice thing about a torpedo or a bellicosa. Let me toast the foot of this beautiful Davidoff exclusive Tampa. I'm down to my last one. That is a problem. So I'm going to have to contact Tommy D. and Jeff Borshowitz or the warden and obtain more of these Tampa exclusive uh, Davidoff exclusive Tampa editions. Because there's going to be more celebrations ahead if the Rays win the World Series. Although they've been kind of in a slump. Sergeant Steve, you have anything to do with that? I know you're involved with the Rays, too. Hey, they threw a uh, non-no-hitter uh, yesterday. I didn't see what were the t- I, You know what? I was so wrapped up between the Storm yeah. and the getting ready for the Lightning game. I forgot to check the score to they see. They had a doubleheader. If- they won the
2: first one 8-1. The second one, they won 4 nothing, throwing a seven-inning no-hitter, which does not count as a no-hitter. Even though the game was scheduled for seven innings, so...
1: Mm. I forgot, doubleheaders, they only play seven innings. That's a cockamamie rule. I don't get that.
2: They did it last year during COVID, uh, trying to limit Mm. pitchers and innings, and they continued it this year. We'll see if it continues next year.
1: Okay. Well, here's what I say. Maybe if if the game's too boring or the game's out of reach... Then at that point in a doubleheader, maybe you can do it at seven innings. But who was pitching the second game? They combined had five pitchers combined on that. Josh Fleming, among others. Okay, so it wasn't one pitcher that was in for the entire no hitter. No. All right. So the seven innings, we can let we can let stand. That's not that big of a deal for that. However, my biggest thing with baseball, they need to implement a twenty-second clock. Get a twenty-second clock from the time the pitcher gets that ball. You got is, There's no time limit now, is there, Sergeant Steve? Weren't they talking about they that? They do run a clock, but they really don't enforce yeah. it. So what I would say is you got 20 seconds or 18 seconds, all right? And if you don't pitch it by then, the ba- the, the hitter gets the base, walk gets a walk. Okay, that's number one. Number two, we need to go to automated balls and strikes calls. We don't need an ump. The only reason we need an umpire behind the plate is for any situations where a runner is coming towards home plate to see whether or not he is out. That's safer out. That's it. On TV, we watch the baseball games. We can see the balls and strikes. The zone is incredibly accurate. It's uniform. Let's go to that. It avoids any of the arguments. It avoids wasting time. To me, baseball's got to get moving. It's just too long. I mean, some of these games that are going three hours, three hours and ten minutes – just ridiculous. Sergeant Steve, you're a baseball connoisseur. Your thoughts on that?
2: I completely agree. It's so much better when you find a pitcher that pitches fast, gets the ball, yeah. throws it.
1: Exactly. What do you, you know, need to
2: sit out there and wait and walk around the mound after every pitch? And,
1: yeah, spitting and, and, on
2: his – And quite frankly, batters that have to adjust every batting glove and every
1: – Oh, that's another one.
2: Elbow guard, leg guard after every pitch. It's like, come on.
1: No, that's another one. To me, I don't need to see a pitcher scratch his nuts, you know, uh, uh, 20 times an inning. Get on that mound. You get the ball. You got seven. I'm telling you, 17 seconds would be perfect. That's all you need, 17 seconds. And if a hitter starts playing that game where they go out of the batter's box, same thing. You give them a certain number of times, then they're out. Speed the game up. If they don't, I think they're going to have big-time problems. But getting back to this cigar, very smooth. Great draw. Mm. Again, very tame. Very different flavor with the Ecuadorian Connecticut Rojiza. A little bit more flavor than a regular USA Connecticut. But very pleasant, mild to medium, creamy. It's exactly what Jeff wanted when he was creating the Davidoff exclusive Tampa in conjunction with Davidoff. He wanted a cigar that more the, the overwhelming number of people would enjoy, would gravitate, something unique to the Tampa store, as well as the Corona Cigar Stores in Orlando, and that's exactly what he created. The number one requested strength profile of any cigar, you ask any retailer in the country. It's not super full. It's not full. They'll tell you mild to medium. And here's an interesting test. Go in to a retailer and just start talking to some of the people, the connoisseurs, and say, hey, let me ask you, what kind of flavor complexion do you like? Mild, medium, full, mild to medium, medium to full. Overwhelmingly, the two answers you'll get, mild to medium or medium. It's exactly what you will get, and they have done a great job. Davidoff, Hanky Kellner, with this Davidoff exclusive Tampa. So celebrating the Tampa Bay Lightning winning back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. And Sergeant Steve, I don't know if you know this, I have somewhat of an emotional attachment to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Because when I first moved to Tampa, December 30th of 1988, there was no hockey, there was no baseball, there was not much of anything in Tampa at the time. But the reason for my move from Baltimore, three years after college graduation, was to run a radio station in one of the suburban Tampa markets. And early on, we carried the Florida State Seminoles. Phil Esposito was conducting, thought that Tampa would be a great expansion market. Florida was growing. He looked at Miami, but really liked Tampa and wanted to host an exhibition game. And the league said, well, prove number one you can do an exhibition game. Then maybe we'll talk about an expansion franchise. So they did an exhibition game between two very hot teams at the time. The Los Angeles Kings with Wayne Gretzky and the Pittsburgh Uh, I was going to say Steelers. The Pittsburgh Penguins with, I think it was Mario Lemieux at the time. Big. They had it at the Thunderdome, which is now Tropicana Field, where the Tampa Bay Rays play. I think they got 28,000 for the game. Some huge number. And it was an absolute success. People were hungry for it. And the way I got an emotional attachment is because I got a call from the affiliate relations manager at the time of uh, – I believe it was, ho- maybe it was Host Communications, one of the big syndicators of college football. I carried the Florida State Seminoles, and they said, listen, we've you know we gotten to know Phil. He needs to get a little radio network together for this one game. Would you carry the game? And my answer was, number one, absolutely. Number two, I need tickets, which I received. And I remember meeting Phil in the press box, watching the game. The excitement was tremendous. The commissioner... Uh, I think it was, uh, I don't think Bettman was the commissioner. Maybe he was. It was Bettman or, I think the guy's name was Ziegler, Peter Ziegler at the time. But I remember the commissioner was there. Big success. And then the quest to get an expansion franchise uh, took place. And the Tampa Bay Lightning started their season in 1992 at the Florida State Fairgrounds. I think the the barn held like 9,000 people the first year. Then they moved over to the Thunderdome for a couple of years. I had tickets, carried the games, and I still have a plaque from the inaugural season signed by Phil Thanking, uh, Total Radio 1400 WPAS, for carrying the games and being one of their prized affiliates. So I have an emotional attachment. I grew up with the Buffalo Sabres, but my allegiance has changed. Tampa Bay, number one, the Sabres, number two. They've got great ownership, great, uh, great leadership. Uh, they had Steve Eiserman as their general manager. And then they have uh, – uh, what, uh, what's uh, Breesbaugh's first name? Julian. Uh, Julian. Julian Breesbaugh, thank you. Now their general manager, done a great job, John Cooper. They just have put it all together. And amazingly, Tampa has become a hockey town. No ifs, ands, or buts. Every game is is sold out. It is the happening ticket in town. And so last night – Tough game, tight game. Let's put it this way. My canine companion, Pendragon's Royal Baron, my German Shepherd, thinks that oh shit is now a new command. Because there were, Sergeant Steve, you remember that one barrage? There were about four chances the Lightning had on getting a goal. I can't remember what period it was, but they were barraging Carey Price, the Montreal goalie. And I'm telling you, there must have been five oh shits in mm-hmm. about. 25 seconds. I'm not I'm sure, sure how
2: he kept some of those out.
1: I have no clue. There was one where he didn't even see it and his pad just got it. I'm trying to remember who Andre Palat. It was two on Palat. Palat. Yep. Palat, but there was one that man that just had goal written all over it. But nonetheless, the Lightning hang on one nothing win, defeat the Montreal Canadiens 4 to 1 to win back to back Stanley Cup championships. Big parade on Monday big celebration, and last night, the greatest post-game interview in the history of all sports, of any sport, took place when Nikita Kucherov shows up to the interview room. They have a big backdrop, and uh, he sits there, comes with a beer in his hand, no shirt, cap on backwards, he clearly had a couple of belts of the Bud Light, probably more than a couple of belts. He was in rare form, and he was quite talkative. He normally answers two questions. They do it on the Zoom. But he was fantastic. It is making the rounds on social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Getter. So we are going to play. It's about a five-and-a-half-minute clip, but we're going to play it in its entirety, even if you are not a ho- hockey fan. You will love the candid humorous tone of, and joyous and jovial tone of Tampa Bay Lightning forward Nikita Kucherov. From the Lightning, we have Nikita
0: Kucherov. Media, please raise your hand if you have a question. We'll start with Joe Smith, the Athletic.
3: Joe, let's hear it. <laughs> Just, let's uh, go,
2: how would you describe, your, congratulations. Uh, how would you describe your emotions right now after doing what you guys did?
3: I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, Fucking back-to-back and you know, I, I couldn't sleep for three nights, you know, and uh, to be able to win this game is huge. YC was outstanding, MVP. I was telling him every day, YC, you're MVP. You, you're the best player. And then they gave it to whatever the guy in Vegas, uh, the Vezina. And then last year, they, they gave Vezina to somebody else. Number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. YC took both cups. You know he took mvp and i was keep telling him he's mvp he's the guy that fucking <laughs> he's the best you know he was on his head today and you know he kept us in the game and another shout out for by him remarkable can't even tell more i'm so happy we <laughs> i didn't want to go back to montreal but they acted the fans in montreal come on they acted like they won the stanley cup last game are you kidding me are you kidding me
0: John Romano, their, Tampa their, Bay Times.
3: Their final was last, last series. Okay. Was, was it long enough? Answer? <laughs> I took a, I took a time. Hey, I kept it the whole year in my, in inside.
1: Nikita, could you just talk about the journey that you guys have been on? Um, there's so many of these guys that have been together for seven, eight, nine, ten years. What, what's it like to be able to celebrate with guys that you've grown up with?
3: What did he say? Buy a buy buy new mic, microphone. Go, go ahead, John.
0: Uh, re- repeat the question.
3: <laughs> uh, just wondering what it was
0: like to celebrate with guys that you have been teammates with for so long.
3: Ah, well, that's what that's what you want, okay? Ah, it's huge. I'm mean, Stammer, Johnny, Polly, Eddie, all those guys are you know the outstanding players. <laughs> here. that's a Bud you know, that's not champagne. Oh, okay, you're okay that's the number one bullshit again um you know for i mean those those guys been and I've been involved with those guys and you know some ups and downs, and I said one time you know you you, you give us one one time to win we're gonna win twice, and that's what happened and I'm really happy for those guys with Samura coming back and, you know, play the whole year and be able to play in the playoff. And he was outstanding out there and he was a real captain and he was so vocal in the room. And you guys don't even know he you know, he was amazing. Like I I love Samurai. He's he's one of the best and he's so funny too. Like, you know, like he he says something I'm I'm laughing. It's not even funny, but I'm laughing. He's he's funny to me. He's he's got sense he's got good sense of humor and you know, he keeps the guys in the you know, the guy, everybody wants to push themselves and, you know, Haiti's the same way. And, but, uh, you know, I'm really happy for those guys and uh, I'm really happy to be part of the, whatever we went through and, you know, went back to back, come on.
0: Dan Rosen, NHL.com.
3: Nikita, when you tell
2: Andre that he's the best, what is his response? What does he, what does he say? What does he
3: tell you? And when, when you keep telling him he's the best? He's a humble, he's a very humble guy. You know, he. I, he, he says bunch of whatever, like, come on, like, stop it, whatever, like, don't say that. He doesn't want people, like, next, like, near him say he's the best, because he, he wants to prove me he's the best, but I know he's the best, you know? He wants to prove me, but I'm like, if you proved me a fucking long time ago. <laughs> when I was 15, you proved it to me. I was like, no question, he's the best. He's going to be the best, whatever, he's going to make it to the NHL, and he's very humble, and, you know, he keeps working, even though, like, He's getting robbed every year by NHL not getting the Vezina. He's still humble, he still works hard and you know if he, he if he would play in a different market, he would take this Vezina year after year. He would beat all the records whatever blah blah blah. He's the best. He he but he he's very humble.
0: Last question, Ed, Ed in Santa Tampa Bay Times?
3: Nikita, after doing this in, in the bubble in 65, 65 days
2: in the bubble last year, how special was it to be able to do this on, on home ice with your family and friends and just kind of enjoy that whole atmosphere at the end?
3: Well, it's, it's a lot of questions too today, eh? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm used to 2 want two, 2 questions, but today is like, what, five? Fucking making a record. Um it was definitely special to, to see everybody we, we had a full full crowd today, didn't we? Did we? Unbelievable. They were so loud. they were unbelievable. and to, to win in front of them it's so special, everybody's going to remember for the rest of their lives this moment, and come on, like, our fans our fans is the best. and, I don't know what to say. You was was special. Thanks, Nikita.
1: Absolute classic post-game, post-series press conference. So here are my three favorite items from Nikita Kucherov's press conference. Number one, number one bullshit. This is number one bullshit. Other goalie, please, number one bullshit. Then they bring him a bottle of champagne. There's no champagne in it, it's Bud Light. And he says, that's number two bullshit. <laughs> also, don't always say, also number one bullshit. The second thing is when one of the reporters asks him a question he doesn't understand, he goes, hey, I can't hear it. Buy a new mic. Terrible mic. Buy a new mic. And the third thing, he goes, I normally take two questions. Now I'm getting empty several questions. Fucking make a record. Classic. Of course, a lot of the Montreal Canadian fans and the... National Hockey League fans who are very uptight said, oh, it's terrible what he said. I always am amazed by the number of fans that complain when players, whether it's football, hockey, basketball, baseball, are buttoned up and never say anything. And then when a player is honest and truthful, especially after a huge back-to-back Stanley Cup Championship Series victory, they give that, the fans exactly what they want. They're open, they're honest, they're engaging, and then fans start ripping them. Some, not, not not all fans, but some fans start ripping them. Oh, it's classless, it's not being a good sportsmanship. Please, that was entertaining as hell. Sergeant Steve, do you think any of the Soviets that are on the Tampa Bay Lightning, Nikita Kushirov, uh, uh, who is a, uh, a forward, Mikhail Sergachev, one of the defenders, and, of course, their star goalie, Andrei Veselovsky. Do you think any of them are going to return to the Soviet Union full-time, anytime soon? Uh, I would doubt it. They, they, would... they go
2: back there frequently. but
1: Well, they may go back yeah. to see their family, but I I think most of them end up settling in the United States. Mm-hmm. Most do. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, when you're making 9 $10, 11000000 a year... And you got the nice lifestyle living in Tampa, nice warm sun, no snow, no Siberia. You don't have to wear any of those uh, you know funny uh, fur-lined hats in the middle of the winter. Life is pretty good here. I think you got it made.
2: That's number one bullshit.
1: That's no, that is that is not number one bullshit. That is number one truth. No, 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 no. No, no I no. mean going back to Russia, number one bullshit. Oh, no, yeah, going back to Russia, going back to, to, to Siberia, that's number one bullshit. So from now on, I'm going to use that great statement, number one bullshit, on a regular basis. I mean, that could be a new part of the American lexicon, number one bullshit. Fantastic. I, Sergeant Steve, you know somebody's going to print that on a T-shirt.
2: I'm sure it's already done.
1: I, I was going to say. By the way, speaking of apparel, did you see the the cap that the Lightning were given the championship Stanley Cup championship cap last night?
2: I didn't see it in great detail, but
1: the worst championship cap I have probably ever seen. It was made by Fanatics, not New Era or Nike. It's Fanatics because I saw their logo on the side. It's this black hat. The, the brim had this, like, subtle black and gray camo, just a round circle. It's a Tampa Bay Lightning and very plain. I mean, super, super plain text with the, the Lightning Bolt logo. And then on the side, there was a little Stanley Cup uh, uh, embroidered on the side. Worst championship hat I've ever seen. Boring. Horrible. I mean, whoever approved that design... Should be taken to Siberia, shot. And that is no number one bullshit. That is 100% truth. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, outstanding. Sergeant Steve, I understand you were at the arena till 2 30 a.m. last night. That is correct. Yes, partying all night long. And I saw that Steven Stamkos, who resides on Davis Island, just south of downtown Tampa, about 6 uh, 37 a.m., when the sun was rising, clearly he's probably just arriving home picture of him he lives on hillsborough bay lifting the cup kissing it with the bay in the background and the sun rising so he was, as the captain the first to take that cup home it was a very nice moment so sergeant steve you've got one ring because you handle all the engineering for the tampa bay lightning broadcast you are getting another have you decided what hand and what finger i have not yet i've got a little time to figure that out when do you have to give them notice i don't know yet okay so you did show me the ring that you have. That is a gigundous ring, and that is uh, the real deal. So congratulations on that. Are you going to wear that at all, or not really? Um, appropriate occasions maybe, but not regularly. Well, now that it's you have, little, it's a, have,
2: a little bulky to wear. You know, when you're every day working and doing stuff. So
1: yeah, but that's the point. You want everybody to see it, like well, John Madden always wore. So one I said on the each appropriate finger, situations, you know. of course. Well, now that you'll have a second one, you can wear the first one, and then you have a second spare as as a backup. So that's the way to go. Well, make sure you put that in a safe deposit box. I know know the value of that. Yes. That is a definite piece. And owner Jeff Vinnick, very generous uh, with all the staff, not only the players and the coaches, but all the staff as well. And I saw that the national anthem singer, uh, also had a lightning ring on her mm-hmm. finger while doing the anthem last night. Yeah, Terry so nice Bryson well.
2: Kirksey, Greg Wolf, yes. all the all the people there you see during the lightning games, they all got rings.
1: Yes, and that by the way comes up the league does not pay for that. That is the owner of the team. So very generous by Jeff Vinick an outstanding owner. He's put a ton of money in the arena, ton of money into the team. And uh, doing a lot for Tampa, very generous guy and very low-key guy. That's what's really amazing. If you saw him on the street, you'd probably walk right by him. He's very low-key. In fact, I think he had the Stanley Cup trophy for about 15 seconds last night. That was it. I mean, just it, it very low-key. So not like a Jerry Jones. I mean, if I now if I owned a football team, okay, I'd have that Stanley Cup and I'd be hoisting that everywhere. All right, and then I'd then I'd, I'd take that on my Jerry Jones Dallas Cowboys yacht, and then I'd take it on on air cowboy one I'd have it everywhere I'd have it on my ranch I'd have it at my oil wells I'd have it everywhere captain doesn't get it first I get it first I get it first that's right forget the captain I get it that's right so outstanding and by the way sergeant Steve let's on social media when we post this we'll make sure we put a link to the entire YouTube because when you watch the video you definitely get more of the entire ambiance of Nikita Kucherov's Kucherov's Post-game press conference. So congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They do it back-to-back. Can we make it a three-peat? Think about this. The Tampa Bay Rays get to the World Series. They should have won it last year. Don't get me started on that with Kevin Cash pulling our star pitcher at the time when he was on fire. Should have won that, but we're in the World Series. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not a fan. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. But nonetheless, they win the Super Bowl. In their home stadium, the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup last year in the bubble in Canada, and this year on home ice. So think about that. We've got let's see, an all AL within championship, 282 days, which is incredible. An AL championship, a Super Bowl championship, two Stanley Cup championships within 280 days. That is absolutely amazing. Big boat parade coming, money. By the way, if you think that you can throw the Stanley Cup from one boat to the other. No chance. It is not the the Vincent J Lombardi trophy. This is a massive massive trophy. Well, By the, the way, Sergeant the
2: Stanley Steve- Cup account tweeted last night said, "FYI, I'm too heavy to throw." And and tagged Tom Brady. Oh, did they? Who who wrote back this morning? I don't know. Everything feels a bit lighter after some tequila.
1: <laughs> a classic. Uh, Sergeant Steve, did you see the cup last night? Were you next yes, to the cup at yes. all? Yes. You got a picture of it? Yep, absolutely. With that? All right, fantastic. You got to wear your ring with the Stanley Cup. And uh, it's too bad they don't let you take it home. I'm sure your boys would enjoy that for a day.
2: Yes. Well, they've had their picture with the Cup already before. So uh,
1: all do. right, fan- fantastic. And I will have my picture with the Vincent J. Lombardi Trophy when the Buffalo Bills hoist it in Los Angeles early February 2022. I'm being very optimistic. But you know what? I feel very confident in saying the Bills have a Super Bowl caliber team. A Bucks not Bill, like Super Bowl. O- well, that would be interesting. We do play the Bucks down here in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I believe I want to say December. in October, November. Is it December? Yep. All right. So that will be uh, a game to watch. So who knows? Maybe we will have two Bills. Buccaneers games. So we'll see what happens. So, congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup champions. Cigar Dave, the general, say Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra extra long. Semper delectatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make masculinity great again. Save America. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. you 2020-21 National Hockey League Stanley Cup champions. A- eh?